Welcome to the J Train Podcast. It's J Train Jared Free coming to you live from Boca. That's right, the Southern Feather Nation Studios. We're doing a nighttime recording. Dim those lights, light a candle. We're all here. Uh, listen, want to thank you. Thank you for being a listener. Thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa. We love when you make it your Instagram story. And you know what we do here. We take your emails. We read them. We tell your story. We give perspective. We give advice. And, you know, my guests and I, we, we're talking out of our ass. It's just two people who are trying to give you empathy and support and trying to let you know, hey, this is what I would do in your scenario. So... I want you to keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. If you're out there and you live in Toronto and you came to the shows, thank you. Thank you. The Toronto shows were amazing. You're uh, the, the, the Canadian hospitality is what they told me it would be. You're great people. You're wonderful. You're fun. You laugh. Oh, we hugged. <laughs> you sucked my titty. I sucked your titty. We had nice. just, it was just a beautiful weekend. You you know, I'm going to get to our guest in a second because I, he, he knows when you have a beautiful weekend, you want to just bathe in it. I want to live in Toronto. I want to, I want to be your mayor. I want to, I want to run for president of, of Canada. You don't even have a president. Who gives a shit? <laughs> All right. It's late night. J train had a couple drinks at the, at the bar with my mom. I liked, I like, I'm a little loose for this podcast. If you're on YouTube, youtube.com slash Jared Freed. I got live shows. So listen, you can have the same experience they had in Toronto. If you come to my show, bring a, bring a crew, assemble that group chat. I'm going to be in Perrysburg, Ohio, coming to Vancouver, low ticket alert, ring that bell, Shelby. Irvine, Indianapolis, Spokane, just added to the calendar, coming to Spokane, Oklahoma City. And then we go to Europe. I get on that plane. I hop across the pond. Dublin, Belfast, London, Copenhagen, Amsterdam, Berlin, Oslo. And then I come back stateside. I go to the Oslo of America, Nashville, Tennessee. So listen... (laughs) jaredfreed.com for tickies if you're in any of those areas if you know people in those areas send them my way um otherwise uh the bachelor has begun if you haven't watched my first live stream it is on the highlights of my instagram profile i also did profiles of every contestant would love for you to share those those are that's what i like to call free funnies okay Free funnies. That I, I'm Jared Free Funny Freed, okay? I'm giving out funnies all across this great niche, okay? Go check those out. Laugh, enjoy, share with a friend. Very excited about today's guest. OKP to the podcast, original key player. He's got a great cup he's drinking from if you're watching on YouTube. I love that cup. That's right. Big fa- Oh, big Do you know fan this place? of that. No, what is that? Parlor Pizza in Chicago. Chicago. Oh my God. I love a cup like that. Dude, I got to say, cups. I would fill that with ice so badly. I love. Yeah. I'm drinking from the throwaway cup <laughs> that's, that's not a throwaway cup. Like, this is a cup that lives for seven <laughs> generations. Like, my grandkids, yeah. grandkids will have this, and it's the only cup I like. I, I, I want a cup that ruins this earth. I'm very excited <laughs> about today's guest. Mike Cannon, thank you for coming on the show. Dude, thanks for having me. First of all, late night is kind of my favorite time to podcast, even though it completely disrupts our life and our work. Mm -hmm. But it's like, this is the ultimate. This is the sleepover. This is the exact vibe that you want. And and, and in all honesty, this is when we are optimum funny. Right. This is when we work up to. When we do a podcast during the day, we're in off hours. This isn't when we're (laughs) like ready to go i get to like eight o'clock i'm like it's stage time you know i got, <laughs> yeah, I got, I got i'm punchy yeah <laughs> i'm talking about cups and shit 
Dude, it's like it's it's maybe the most difficult juggle of all time to have a child and then learn how to like this. This sounds ridiculous, but peak a couple times throughout the day. I, I can't imagine you have a child. Yeah. How old is the kid right now? Three and a half. Three and a half. I've never met him once. Wow. It's like I. <laughs> I, I see every day. Never even seen this kid. I see him on social media. Yeah, that's right. Cute he's kid. Been to the, he's been to the cellar once. Okay. What does yeah. he say? Is he like... He's wild, dude. He's in these streets. He's fired up. He loves Batman. Real big superhero guy. Is not allowed really? to watch most of the content because it's massively violent. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he's just like... He's just into the costumes. How does he get into that? What In what world are you just like... It, is it one of those things you hear about when you have kids? You're like, they just do. Like, you just... Yeah. They just become little boy who loves Batman. Yeah, that and like, you know, he's in daycare slash preschool so, mm. right now. So it's like you find out the influence other people have on your perfect little <laughs> angel immediately. It wasn't me. No, dude, we <laughs> sent him into that place and he's like, Dad, he I love Batman and the I way fingered in. a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, what a day. Well, this is also how parents become delusional. You're like, uh, like we sent him to school. All of a sudden, critical race theory. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't care for all these empathetic terms he's learning. <laughs> Fingering women and caring about other people of other backgrounds. What the fuck happened? I thought this was school. Right. <laughs> so listen. Mike is on this show tonight because he's a fantastic guest, but most of all, he has a huge show coming up at the Gramercy Theater in New York City, February 25th. Uh, is Are you taping anything or you're just doing a big show? No, so it's just a big show. I have a I have a brand new hour from last year, so it's more Even like better. A, yeah, it's like a it's just a New York homecoming biggest show I've done, and you know Gramercy Theater as made famous by you, who recently yeah, right. sold it out in half a second. Yes, <laughs> Two they, they do. They do have written above the door the 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 house that Jared Freed built. <laughs> That's right. I, listen, I taped the special there. If you went to the special and you like my stuff, you will love my can. And he has a show there. There's very limited tickets available. I went and yeah. looked. There's not the, you know, Mike is coming on being like, let me get rid of the last 10. So if you're listening <laughs> right now or you're watching on YouTube, go to MikeCannonComedy.com, MikeCannonComedy.com. Get the tickets. Get the last few. What, what night of the week is it? It's a Saturday, February 25th. Oh, come on. After if party. After party Saturday, in the venue. It's going to be Saturday. There's going to be an after party. Make your day around this show. You're going to have such a good time. Yeah. I, I watch Mike all over the city, you know, without having to meet his kid, which is perfect for me. <laughs> so I, I, this this little Batman kid, you know, yeah. so Dude, you'll, you'll meet him when you're like just date coaching him. <laughs> you're going to give right. him, him tips on when his he's tender. 18 and ready for me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, so ready for me to walk him through this whole singles game. I'll be 58 and single. <laughs> All right, buddy. Now you're ready to meet Uncle Jared. That's right. It's time. <laughs> Listen, Mike's show is at the Gramercy Theater, February 25th. I want everyone to go buy tickets. We'll have the link in the description of this episode. Make sure... You bring a crew because you're all going to find, if you don't know Mike Cannon already, you're going to love him as much as I do. And he has a podcast called Here's the Scenario. He does it, uh, you know, I, I love I love the premise of the podcast. I love the Here's yeah. the Scenario idea. It's just, it's just goofy fun. We do hypotheticals, like what ifs, just, you know, classic. I mean, talk about sleepover, just like sleepover mm. shit. And that's the launch point. And it's basically me. It's me, Brendan Sagalow. Mike Feeney, and it turns into a debate show about nothing where we just like Love it. conjure up fantastical ideas and then call each other, you know, horrific names for thinking of something. I it's, mean, it's insane. What's better than that? So Feeney, Sagalo and Cannon. Great podcast. Here's the here's the scenario. Let's get to the emails. You ready? Yeah, let's do it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Lifestyle question. I love a lifestyle question. Ooh, me too. How to get a friend to stop acting like a spoiled brat. Okay. Ooh. Jared, love the pot. I'll get right to it. 
I have a friend who recently got married to a wonderful man. Very happy for them and was thrilled to be included in their special day. The wedding was in June. We'll call her Ramona. Okay. <laughs> That's a very weird. All right, Judy Bloom. Right. Okay. <laughs> Since then, there have been multiple instances where Ramona says things that make her come across like a spoiled, ungrateful brat. For example, she complains about what an inconvenience it is that she can't fit all of her shower gifts into her apartment. These <laughs> gifts all came from her registry, so she specifically asked for them. For example, Ramona said to a full Friendsgiving table, all of the girls were at the shower. I seriously get so annoyed that I have I have a lucrescent, lacrucet, oh lacrucet, the lacrucet kind of pan, yeah, or, or I, like I mean, they do shows, pots and pans. You're definitely married with a kid, if you know, <laughs> yeah. from me going lacrucet, like this is. <laughs> Uh, have a look, crusette pot taking uh, up so much space in the kitchen. I don't even cook, so what the fuck am I going to use it for? At the same dinner, she also complained that she doesn't have time to write the thank you notes to everyone. I mean, yeah. this is brutal. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> you put it on the registry. Like, you put it there. Yeah. Do you know what I think this might be? Can What's I weigh that? in already? Please. So I think she might be doing a thing where she's like kind of bracing her friends for her Etsy shop. And like a lot of her shower <laughs> items are just going to be resold on this shop. Well, do you think she's like drunk on being a bride? There is such a thing. Yes. And here's something I've heard. And I, I know we're two dudes talking about brides, but I have, I have a good friend who is like, it was very funny. He was like, you're, you're going to, we, we were talking about weddings. My brother just got engaged. Mm -hmm. um, and he was like, it's so fascinating because he got married and his wife became this like bride, very much a bride. Yeah. And he was like, it was very much a departure from who he knew her to be. But also it was her, you know, he loves her. But he said that the wedding got over and then she like did like a shake of the head, like a oof. And then she was like, wow, that was crazy, man, huh? Like, <laughs> I really turned into quite a, quite a bride, huh? Like, like, it was like she blacked out through the yeah. whole thing and then, like, came back to reality. But, that, but so many did people you, don't come back. Did you have that with your now mother or your child? I know <laughs> you want to keep the house, you know, it, calm. She and was a model bride, just perfect, so giving, <laughs> very empathetic, very patient. But did um, you have that where she kind of like came out of it, you know, afterwards? There's, there's so with 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 my wife because I've seen that with friends. I've even had like this isn't necessarily bride exclusive. I've had right. dudes, like dude buddies who right. have been like this is my day and I'm like Oy. it very much isn't on any level. It's like just shut up and be <laughs> the manservant to the girl whose right. day it actually is. Stop your fucking <laughs> bitching. But I've also seen my wife's friends have that like like it's it's almost like a brand new comedian going viral for the first time. Right. And they like walk into, you know, a new comedy club and they're like, you guys all know who I am. And they have that power and they're like, you know, <laughs> giving advice to comics that are older than them. and Just like right. really feeling themselves. That's a bride because, you know, a lot of the time people build this day to be the fantasy that their life didn't end up being. Well, so they're like. You know what I yeah. mean, though? Where, no, where I know, I know is, what you mean. This is their princess diaries. This is their version of that where they can be their their fantastical self. And in addition to that, everyone doesn't tell them the truth. Right. Like, it's the one time you're LeBron James. Like, <laughs> LeBron has a crew, and he's like, he'll be like, I don't know. Uh, My hairline like, looking good, fellas? Yeah, like, and everyone's yeah. like, looking good, man. You know, like... <laughs> I'll keep reading. Um, <laughs> I get that everyone occasionally has a bad moment, but Ramona's complaining has become more and more frequent. It's very off-putting and rude. I'm also not the only one who notices it. Could you give me some advice for what I could say to bring her behavior to her attention in a kind and effective manner? Thank you. What do you think? What do we say is, to Ramona? Is I forget. Can you remind me? Is this her? Is Ramona her direct friend, or is she the spouse of her friend? She said, um, 
I have a friend that recently got married to a wonderful man. Um, okay, so Ramona's. In, and she was close enough to be included in her special day. The wedding was in June. So right. she's close enough to be included as, like, I'm assuming a bridesmaid. So she's bridesmaid-level yeah. friend. And now she's like, I can't stand this fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I mean, I'm, I might be the wrong person to ask for this because, you know, my wife comes to me with a lot of her problems and my solutions are very conflict oriented, like conflict okay. heavy. And well, I maybe your conflict heavy and my wuss heavy solution could come together yeah. to give this person a good plan. Because I'm all about abrupt, not necessarily <laughs> brutal, but abrupt honesty okay. of being like, hey, hey, just a heads up. It really like hurts my feelings when you talk this way, like when you're just well, constantly bitching and moaning and talking about, you know, all these things that you put on your registry and we were all kind enough to get you. And now you're complaining and coming off as ungrateful. I'm not saying you are ungrateful. I'm saying right. that's what you're appearing to people that are not you. Well, I love what you said. I think you're right. I think stay in the specifics. You can't go. You appear ungrateful. You have to go, when you said this, I have the transcript. You have to yeah. put her face to face. <laughs> Here's the thing with, like, drinking the Kool-Aid on being the bride and, like, being drunk on the bride brew, so to speak. You might still be drunk on it. Like, yeah. I think oh, yeah. she's still a little bit, like, oh, yeah. my God. Like, I don't think she hears herself. I, I, if we're going to be as empathetic as possible, that's, I think that's like the move yeah. when you have a, cause she cares enough about this friend to email us. Okay. Mm. So she doesn't want to lose this friend when you're mad at a friend. Let's take the most, like, let's see them in the best way possible. So in the best way possible, Ramona doesn't hear herself. Ramona was at that table has no idea that she's sitting there complaining to people about the gifts she has that they got her. Okay? <laughs> like, which is insane. That's yeah, insane. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe she needs to be, like, shook enough to wake up to it. So yeah. if, you if you start at, I love my friend. If you start at, I want to keep my friend. If you start at, let me come at you at the place that I would do. Like, yeah. let's not start at you're an ungrateful bitch. Let's start at <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's La Crusette, you twat. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have room above the oven. You know, like, I, <laughs> like, let's start at where would I fuck up in the same way and where yes. I could understand that I would fuck up in the same way as I would just come off of. You know, set, you know, you you're doing the Gramercy Theater. You come yeah. off your Gramercy Theater show, you're fucking walking, you're strutting. Yeah. And yeah. you need a friend to come to you and go, "Hey man, <laughs> I I saw you strutting. You look like a fucking idiot. Here's a video of you strutting." Yes. Yeah, and show me the video, please. I, and I and listen, I'm saying to you as a friend and what you said in the beginning is perfect. I got really upset. It made yeah. me annoyed. And, yeah. and put it on you. Not and and here's the mistake people make. They go, everyone's mad. Right, right. Everyone's yeah. talking. That's not that's a way that someone gets defensive. If you make it about you, now they can talk directly to you. That's if she go, reacts Why? unfavorably. Then you fucking kerosene the bridge and throw a couple right. matches on it. Well, <laughs> she, if she says no, I'm not, you go, everyone's talking. Get the fuck yeah, out of yeah, here. Literally <laughs> everybody. Literally everyone. <laughs> can I also world. add a point a yes. point of empathy? So this will help you actually even maybe feel a little bit more for her because similar to like a big show or something like that. So my wife didn't become an intoxicated mad person, right. but they there was a postpartum period after the wedding because so much goes into it. So much planning, money, your life's dreams, all of these right. things go into this day. And then it happens and you're kind of like, uh, <laughs> like, what the fuck that? Like, what was right. that? That's over. So wait, the, the wedding doesn't go forever. I don't have anything to plan. I don't have anything to do. So she <clears throat> not only is drunk on that and, shit, but could be reacting on. to those. Also, the likes are gone. You're yeah. not getting the daily <laughs> yeah. injection 
of dopamine. So yeah. you're right. Like there's a come down and maybe oh, dude, she's you, reacting badly to that. You could tell when some fucking poor bride is four months into marriage and she's like still remembering my special day. <laughs> like reposting <laughs> shitty pictures. We saw this picture already. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I just want I just want a couple more. <laughs> right. J train podcast at Juma.com. J train podcast at Juma.com here with Mike Cannon. At my at I am Mike Cannon on yes, Instagram, sir. all platforms. But more importantly, Gramercy Theater, February twenty fifth. Go go go! We're sponsor people. Get twenty twenty three started with your own personal shopper. This year, let Stitch Fix take care of everything you wear. Stitch Fix is easy to use and fun to get started. Answer a few questions about what you like and what you don't like, and how you are trying or, or how you are to try how open you are to try some, trying something new. Then let Stitch Fix's expert stylist go to work. Here, I love Stitch Fix because most important of all, you're going to tell them what you like to wear, and then you're going to get to try it on at home. Your own mirrors, your own as long as you want. No one knocking on the door of the, of the uh, what's it called? The dressing room. The dressing room going, are you okay in there? No, you get to walk around the apartment, put on your shoes, yeah. all that good stuff. And then you can send it back if you don't like it. Every piece is handpicked for you and is unique to your size, style, and budget. Keep what you love. Send back what you don't. Shipping, returns, and exchanges are easy and free. Plus, there's no subscription required. Try once or set up automatic deliveries with no hidden fees. Sign up for your Stitch Picks and get the season's latest styles for women. Women, men, and kids. Sign up today at stitchfix.com slash JTrain and get $20 off your first purchase. That's stitchfix.com slash JTrain to get $20 off your first purchase. Limited time offer purchase within two days of sign up. Love Stitch Fix. Love that option. Great time of year to like get the closet ready. Oh, yeah. Here with Mike Cannon, February 25th. That's the special. That's the big, the, the big show. The big show, the big show. I mean, I am taping it and it may turn into something, but it's not like I'm not definitively saying it's a special. That's that's going to be the most fun. That's yeah. the more fun type of homecoming show. Dating mm -hmm. someone who's in love with his ex. Ooh. Hey, love all you do. I'll get right to it. I'm newly dating a man who is obviously not over his ex, but I'm wondering where I should draw the line and what is just bizarre. For some context, <laughs> I mean, that means you should break up with him, right? Yeah, like, just that line alone is like, right. okay, I know where this is Bizarre? going. Bizarre? Yeah. Why are you here investigating? This is something that happens a lot where you'll have like women write into this show and they'll be like, I don't know what to do with this situation. I hate completely. And it's like, it's weird. I leave it. wear her panties. <laughs> For context, I'm 32. He is 39. He got out of a serious uh, long-term relationship about eight months ago. I have not had anything too serious in a couple of years. I have not fallen too deeply for anyone in the past couple of years, but remember what big heartbreak feels like. All to say, I've spent the past couple of years really figuring out what I'm looking for and feel like I'm in a good place to date. Here's the problem. I have noticed that the man I'm seeing has photos of his ex-girlfriend around his home. Oof. There's a photo booth pic hung up on his kitchen uh, in his kitchen of them. Weird because he also put one up of us next to it. Oh, no. That's bizarre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right next to it. Maybe he's going to murder both of you. I mean, <laughs> we hope not. <laughs> yeah. and, a, and a couple other around his house on various photo walls. There's one of her kissing his cheek in one of the main public areas of his place amongst a bunch of other family uh, member pics, etc. The other day he posted a photo of his two adopted, not from this woman, daughters with his ex facing away from the camera. This is irritating as fuck. I saw it uh, as I was leaving my family Christmas to spend the night at his house. The story picture said something like, excited to head back to this destination with my girls uh, this holiday. Why would he post this? I have not brought up any of this, but feel like I need to. I don't understand what he's doing, and I know I'll, I'll need to get this off my chest, but don't know how. How you all? How would you all suggest bringing this up? Thanks for your help, uh, the new gal. What do you think? So wait, the the picture of the person was a different ex. I so guess he's just he, got like ex memorabilia lining I, his walls. I guess the other day he posted a picture of his two adopted, not from this woman, daughters, 
with his ex facing away from the camera. I, okay. I it just feels like this is now becoming a trend with any yeah. ex. What do you? I mean, what do you think she should do? Yeah, I just I I don't think these types of people are even fixable. Like as soon as somebody shows this sign of just of needing like their their past partner, it's kind of like, hey man, figure this out by your on your own because I'm not going to allow myself to be just abused <laughs> during this. Well, right, he's not going to figure it out with you. No. This ain't this isn't something we can work through. Mm. I understand. I mean, this person seems nice that's writing in, but it seems like they're like they're like I got one. Let me figure out how to make this one work. And it's right. like and the most important thing is the photo booth picture he is hanging up of you two next to the old girlfriend as if you know, this is, you know, like old baseball cards like it's crazy <laughs> yeah yeah like 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 it's a timeline of his love interest that's weird because if he just had it up there amongst the cluttered shit then right. you could kind of be like ah you know maybe he's just a guy and doesn't necessarily curate his his wall art that well R- right well, the, the fact that he put it right next to it right he's looking at the thing he knows he should take down he's not an yeah. idiot like you know and you i think it's interesting. She's tiptoeing around this in the way she would want someone tiptoeing around her heartbreak. Mm-hmm. But the way she she explains in her email, she goes, I've spent the last couple of years trying to figure out what I'm looking for and feel like I'm in a good place to date. She did the work right, as far right. as, hey, and I'm she, ready. And, and now she's, she's like, why weren't you with me doing the work? Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. she's like, oh, he needs to do the work. And then she's like, yeah. I'll just stand here while you do the work. And it's like, no, it's over. Like, yeah, he is not ready. He's eight months out of a relationship. And what you said is so true. Like, listen, there's someone out there being like, I found pictures of his ex in his drawer. And it's like, yeah, guys do that. Yeah. Guys will let things build up over things as if it's the you know, as if it's extinct dinosaurs just getting dug <laughs> underground. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm sure if someone dug through my drawers, there'd be a picture of an ex-girlfriend from 18 years ago. You know, yeah. like. Also, it sounds like she might be the fifth most important woman in his life right now. Right. Like two behind <laughs> his daughters, one behind the woman that he adopted the daughters with, and then behind the ex that he still has the pictures of. Up. Right. And like I, you're just and not in the rotation. That's and and here's the thing. She what she's doing wrong is she's looking at things through his perspective. Yeah. He is not thinking of you. Okay. So you need to change the perspective. Do I want to date someone who has my picture of him and I on the fridge next to the woman he broke up with eight months ago? Yeah. That's it. I think that's a no for me. I don't know. I can't speak for her. Dude, that's also the perfect way to frame all of this shit is because everything is almost like trying to figure out what the person wants and what their interests are. And it's like, yeah, but do you want to put yourself through dealing with somebody who isn't right for you? Like, just think about it from a self-worth perspective. Right. And and there's two different versions. Uh, There's two different, like, you know, ways this goes. You go to him. Hey, it really turns me off that there's pictures of all your exes around i'm gonna leave and now this is his opportunity to do the montage from every rom-com yeah he goes around the apartment with a bag he throws out the pictures he looks at him for a second he realizes he loves you 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 know he you know there's music playing he holds up a beach bluetooth (laughs) right and he shows up at your apartment he goes you were always the one I've, i've realized the error of my ways here's what's more likely he does nothing and you go away and he goes back on Tinder. And yeah. honestly, you want to you want to know you're dating the guy that will show up with the Bluetooth speaker. You don't want to have to guess that you're showing up for that guy. Right. So right now you're going, well, I would assume he would be really upset if I leave. <laughs> well, let's fucking see. <laughs> <laughs> Eight months being free from somebody is not a long time. Like, no. it, especially to like start something legit serious, which this lady sounds and probably rightfully so. But it sounds like she's like ready for it. I mean, I'm still coming to terms with like things I'm realizing about myself from breakups I've had. Like I'm mm. I'm going, 
oh, this is why you're getting weird about a second date. Oh, this is why you're, you know, and it, and that's with, you know, I've, I've thought about, I, I, I do a dating podcast every fucking day of the week. You don't think I'm thinking about this? This guy ain't thinking about shit. You know, like, <laughs> he hasn't been forced to think about it. You got to no. force him to think about it. And honestly, if he thinks about it and goes, ah, okay, you're better off. <laughs> the best is he's not thinking about it, and it's literally staring him right in the face. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's on his fridge. Every time he opens the fridge, he stares at his ex and you. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this makes sense. And then walks away. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Oh, oh, what's the first thing you do when you wake up? Is it me? To, yeah, what do you do when you wake up? I check my phone and contemplate my mortality. That's right. Yeah. Is it check up on your credit score? Is that part of your phone look? It has not been. I uh, didn't think so. At Chime, that's exactly what they do. With their secured Chime credit builder Visa credit card, you can start to build credit with your own money. Chime Ooh. reports your payments to credit bureaus to help you build credit over time. Their members see an increase of 30 points on average. All this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. So start your credit journey with Chime. Sign up to takes only two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at Chime.com slash JTrain. That's Chime.com slash JTrain. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by Stride Bank and a pursuant to a license from Visa USA Chime checking account and $200 qualifying direct deposit required to apply for the secured Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card. Regular on-time payment history can have a positive impact on your credit score. Impact to score may vary, and some users' scores may na- may not improve. Out-of-network and ATM uh, withdrawal fees may apply, except at MoneyPass, ATMs in a 7-Eleven, or any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. So go check out Chime here with Mike Cannon at I am Mike Cannon on Instagram and Twitter and Snapchat and TikTok. TikTok. That's right. And his show, February 25th, Gramercy Theater. Yes, sir. Get those tickies. MikeCannonComedy.com. It'll Mike be Cannon in the, Comedy. MikeCannonComedy.com. In the description of this episode, friendly fire. You ready? Yeah. I'm writing because about eight months ago, I took on a management position, and now the boss of my work friend and I will have to fire her if performance doesn't improve drastically. So eight months ago, took a management position, and now the boss of my work friend, and I will have to fire her if performance doesn't improve drastically. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. We were also Instagram friends before she was hired just to add another wrench into the situation. I don't think that, <laughs> that doesn't that mean anything. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? That's sweet. Uh, to put it bluntly, she's That's stubborn. like me being like, I'm also close with Sarah Silverman. So. Yeah. What, uh, <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> to put it bluntly, she's stubborn and hard-headed, has straight up told me if she doesn't want to learn something or do something, she just won't. Oh, sounds like a fun person to work with. This is, this is an issue because she was just uh, because she was hired. The, because since she was hired, the previous boss was trying to teach her to use the machinery we use weekly to keep the place running. And now it's my problem. Of course, she's been refusing to learn it. Unfortunately, that is just one of the issues we have. She also doesn't follow instructions in general, resulting in blunders that have cost the company close to 20000 That's just in the last three months. This isn't a big company by any means, and those mistakes resulted in us seeing budget cuts elsewhere so we wouldn't go under. The owners of the companies are now uh, on me asking why she doesn't know how to do it yet, and because she's refusing to learn, they think the only route is firing her. Do I give her another chance to talk to her and see if she's still uh, she'll listen or take the actions I've seen in the last 10 months and let her go? Sincerely, stubborn mule manager. What do you think? She sounds like a bumbling idiot. You need to Awful. you need to cut your friend free and force her into like radical growth because that's the only way that she's going to 
I mean, it doesn't even almost I know this is just gender norms I'm I'm spewing right. here, but it doesn't even sound like a woman. It sounds like Brendan Sagalow. Like if you put him on a Pepsi assembly line, he'd like forget a bottle, throw one. It would all come crashing down. You know, it just sounds like like such a goofy thing where she's outwardly saying she's not learning her job. So, well, yeah, that... he, here's how I can make him feel better, her feel better, whoever it is. They're not being a friend to you. Mm-hmm. Like, like you're sitting here writing to us being like, hey, uh, my friend at work, I might have to fire and I feel horrible about it. Be, but then they're looking at you going, yeah, my new fr- my friends, my new boss, they can go fuck themselves. Right. Like, yeah. like, like they're not being your friend. Hey, um, because you're not being my friend, I have to let you go. My job is in trouble. I mean, the way they explain this where they're like, you know, they've lost the company 20,000 and like, I'd be like, like if that was my friend, I would go up to them and be like, Hey, um, they're going to fire you. I'm right. going to have to fire you. Yeah. So what do you want me to do here? Like, that's like, that's like getting mad at your friend who's friends with your girlfriend for not like <laughs> holding in that you're cheating on her. <laughs> you know I mean? It's like, what, dude? What? Like, it, you just have to. Yeah, she is being a terrible friend. You, the yeah. position she's putting you in, especially if you're like succeeding and continuing to grow and you actually want to do this shit. Doesn't sound like she has any interest. So maybe it won't even hurt her to move careers. Right. And 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 yeah, that, well, that's the thing. She's acting like, oh, uh, I'll be fine. I don't give a fuck. Right. Like, right. so if you don't give a fuck, I do. I want to stay in this job. I, oh. I think there's like a last resort. You go to her, you have lunch. If And if you're not close enough to have lunch or dinner, then fire her immediately. Like, I, I don't even give a fuck. But like, <laughs> and I think the Instagram part is interesting. I don't know mm. the gender of the person writing this. I just have the email. Okay. But the fact that they put that in there, I'm like, it feels like this person is afraid to fire them because, like, oh, I've been flirting with them. Like, oh, I, like, yeah. Do you know what wow, I mean? Why would they write? Point. Right? Why would they write? We, you know, to make uh, we are we were also Instagram friends before she was hired. Like, oh, I don't understand why that's even. Dude, you are brilliant. That is a million percent what it is. It that's feels like, like shit. I have, I have to either get her phone and delete the entire conversation. Right. There, it feels like I'm like, why would this person feel like they're at fault for this person being an asshole? And it's like, let me just say to this person, you're going to be fine. Like, yeah. if I were you, I'd just go to them and be like, hey, I just got to. Uh, and they know you've been elevated they know you're a manager now so hey i got word from up top that if you don't change up they're gonna fire you yeah do you care and the firing is gonna come from me when i say they it's gonna come from me like i would be straight up with them in that way like yeah they're going to fire you i'm gonna have to do it i'm gonna feel horrible about it you tell me you don't want to learn one new thing and I, if you're not going to do that, then I have to agree with them. Right. Yeah. And this person has to let go of this Instagram friendship. There's something about that part of the email that makes me go, Damn. that's what they're most afraid of. Like that they have this prior relationship where they've flirted and now they're working together. And now they're like, well, I feel like a piece of shit because now I'm going to, you know, fire the person I flirted with. And this is uncomfortable. You got to go talk to them straight up. Very smart to lock on to that. I just dismissed that as like, wow, that's what that's how young people consider themselves friends. <laughs> like if they've liked three or four pictures of each other, they're there's like, we're besties. Right. No, no, no. There's something off about that to mm-hmm. include it. Even if they're they're two women, I, I just think like they had this other relationship that they think is more important than it is. And it's like they've now just not cared about that relationship. So why should you? Right. Yeah. And it's like the mob. You're doing the right thing. You're warning your friend they're about to get whacked, but there's something they can do right. to fix it. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com here with Mike Cannon. At I am Mike Cannon. Go, go, go. Gramercy Theater, February 25th. Get those tickies. Link in the description of this episode. Same city, wrong time. Ooh. Dear Jared and guests, Feather Feather, I wanted to get your opinion about a guy from the past that's been reaching out recently. 
He was one of my close guy friends freshman year of college. We hooked up on and off sophomore and junior year. I had a crush on him when we were hooking up, but he had just gotten out of a long-term relationship, wasn't ready for anything serious, so things kind of fizzled out. He was also awful at responding to texts and rarely used his phone or social media, so communication was a big issue. We're now almost three years post-grad and living in the different cities. I was in his city this fall, and he replied to one of my Instagram stories asking how long I was in town, asking to catch up, but the timing didn't work out. His family lives in my city. So he said he'd let me know the next time he was back in town so we could meet up. Fast forward to now when I'm on vacation with my family in Hawaii, and he slid up on my story saying he just missed me in Hawaii by a few days and asked when I'll, when I'll be back home since he's visiting uh, his family. What do you think he hopes to gain from DMing me like this? This seems like a lot of effort for a cross-country booty call, but it also seems strange that he choose now to rekindle a friendship after not seeing each other since junior year of college. It's also pretty out of the ordinary for him to be active on social media, let alone be using it to try to make plans. Do you think he's really looking for a friendly catch up or do you think he really uh, do you think or do guys really want a cross country booty call from four years ago? Should I meet up with him when we're in the same city or am I wasting my time? Thank you for any advice. Sincerely. DM'd and confused. What do you think, Mike Cannon? Yeah, of course. Guys want cross-country booty calls. And also, that's yes. like, it, it's it's very nice, and I understand what she means by a lot of effort, but it's not. It's truly not a lot of right. effort. And I think this also proves that he's not, not good at social media. He chooses not to participate in it for the majority of the time and also not refuse to, uh, like, not respond to text right. messages. <laughs> so it, it just shows, like, you're in thing. You showed interest. He's like, oh, shit, you were in Hawaii. You guys had these things in common. Now he's like trying to close the deal. You and I picked up on the same thing. And it's that she keeps saying how much of an effort. this is, <laughs> And that is insanity. <laughs> and it's because of how she thinks of it. When she yeah. thinks of DMing someone, she's like, you know what? He checks a lot of boxes. I could live in that city. I could, you know, move over there. I could put in the time. I, he's the type of person I would be with. That is not how he's thinking of this. You are a woman. You are a woman who has agreed to see him naked in the past. You are a woman who will probably say yes to seeing him naked in the future. You are agreed upon that he is good looking to you, and now you are something to come back to. He's yeah. lonely. And this is no effort at all. This is a DM to a story. This is, it, he's not planning trips. He's not thinking of this in those, in the way that she thinks is effort filled. Right. She's looking at it as like Kate Beckinsdale and John Cusack meeting on the figure skating ice. <laughs> like very <Right>. serendipitous. <laughs> it all means something. <laughs> it's like, I no. don't know. <laughs> this guy has put only thought in his mind is hot woman. Yes. who has said I that she thinks I'm hot before. Because <laughs> right now you offer actually of the, the least harmful path. You know, people go towards the, the place that's going to get them the least disappointment. Mm -hmm. And that's what he's doing with her. He knows that they have – and, and here's the other thing. To, she's thinking this through her prism, this idea that like, like – the if if a woman has hooked up with a guy, the guy thinks that she is into him forever. <laughs> it's just the truth. It is, yeah. And our egos are too big. So the I, you know, and I know I hear from a lot of women. They go, "Oh, he did this one thing, and I'm grossed out." Or, "Oh, I got over him, and I never thought of him that way again." That is not how. A guy no. thinks. So this no. guy, because you hooked up with him freshman and so or sophomore and junior year, he's like, that's one on the shelf that I can always pick up and start playing with. Yeah. And that's what he's trying to do. Yeah, you're a guitar hanging on the wall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we mean that in the most genuinely positive, nice way. Oh, you're like, a Stratocaster. You're a great yeah. guitar. <laughs> and and the way she said, "What do you think he hopes to gain from DMing me like this?" Uh, a blowjob, like it's it's yeah. so simple to him. And you're in the like like I I just have to like push back on the idea that this is difficult. 
Mm-hmm. You're in the same city as his family. So he's going there anyways. He's not making right. an extra trip. He's not making an extra flight. Oh, it's cross country. No, no, no. It's next to the race car bed he sleeps in. <laughs> right? Like, yeah, 100%. He's going so, there anyway. It's so funny to me that, Canon, I'm looking at you and you're like, yeah, this isn't hard at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's very so, sweet, though. It makes me, it makes me feel for her because she very clearly, like, could see herself with this guy and Mm. she's also like a lovely person that is actually looking into this stuff and who knows this guy could potentially have like some sort of dormant feelings for her but i do think primary primary goal is to have sex well and i think she needs to stop thinking of this in terms of effort that she's giving and realize it's no effort like she's even saying should i should i meet up with them in the same city or am i wasting my time what's okay well what is a waste of your time? What would be yeah. the goal of meeting with him for you? Don't think of the goal for him. Fuck him. His goal is hot chick who thinks he's hot enough to hook up with. That's all mm-hmm. his goal is. So yeah. if you're sitting there going, well, what are they wasting my time? He doesn't want to be your friend, one. Two, what would be a waste of your time? So my, a waste of my time is, oh, shit, I'm going to meet up with someone who just wants to hook up? I don't want that. So then maybe you shouldn't meet up with him. Yeah. And if you also sorry, my mic was low before, but if you also like want to have sex, which is completely cool, right? Just do that if that's right. what you also want to get out of it. But when you say, Am I wasting my time? I don't know what you expect from this. Mm-hmm. So you have to suss out your expectations. And if your expectations are like, maybe he could be the one that I would date forever and be my husband. Yeah, you might be wasting your fucking time. <laughs> yeah. J Train yeah. Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com here with Mike Cannon at I am Mike Cannon on all platforms. The show is at Gramercy Theater, February 25th. Go get those tickets now. There's very few available. You're going to love Mike Cannon. Lost in Flakesville. Nice. I'm following up after your excellent touch a leg advice with K York City. Truly, this move became my go-to in New York City, so thank you. So this is from a while back. Okay. I've now moved to L.A. for work and trying to navigate going out and dating post-pandemic here. I try and stay positive, but I got to say, this is one of the toughest cities I've ever tried to date seriously in. Even touch a leg doesn't work here. Ha, ha, ha. It's also the only place I've ever lived where I've been stood up after confirming an hour before. It really sucked, but I didn't let it deter me. I'm still going out with friends, having fun nights, but I'm in a really good place work-wise and adulting-wise, and would love to share that with a partner. So here's a, situa- here's a question for you. On the apps, I've started countering uh, with an in-app FaceTime date before in- uh, instead of going out to meet up right away and have gotten mixed reviews. You've always said own your standards, and I don't want to back uh, uh, go back on that. But do you think asking for a FaceTime chat is too much and doesn't make a difference in the end? As for meeting people in real life, I've joined a few clubs thinking it'd be a fun way to meet people. So far, meeting great people. But dang, the L.A. flake stereotype is worse than I even thought. And on a whole other level, a whole other level. It's been very hard to not get discouraged. I know any advice from you will be better than expected. So thank you in advance. 90 day fiance ish. Oh, no. Never mind. That was the next one. So go ahead. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, you have you do have to realize that you're in L.A., the abs- the the city of shitheads. So that kind of right. thing is just going to happen. People truly do not have any thought of you or your life or whatever, even if they agree to a date. And in terms of like the pre-date FaceTime in L.A. especially, but pretty much anywhere, it's like if you want that kind of meeting, girls are still going to get date ready. Like they want mm. you to see them in the in the light of date. They're probably not going to just like answer it in bed with fucking no makeup on and just hair all over the place. It's like they <laughs> right. want it's more or less an interview. So it's like if you're going to put that I- I- effort in, you might as well get a free drink as well. <laughs> right. I mean, the, I, I and I guess if it's a woman writing in, then they're they're averting having to get too makeup ready and have mm-hmm. to like go out and i get i guess like with ellie listen if you want a facetime date ask for it yeah. i don't think there's anything wrong with that it can be done on a walk it can be done in between you know during a break at work hey want to jump on facetime real quick i'd love to talk to you 
That is like the I, I think making it a date is is a mistake. I think making it like, hey, this has been really nice. Want to jump on FaceTime real quick? I'd love to like get a you know feel for kind of how you operate. Yeah, see and, if we have chemistry. Right, and if they won't do that, then they won't do anything. If you're just like, if, because you know when you're like in the midst of a text conversation, you go, hey, can we jump off a text? I, I just want to like yeah. talk on the phone real quick. If you do it like it's nothing and they won't yes. do it, then if it's nothing to you and something to them, something's off. Well, and that's a great point because there are people that I've had like unreal text chemistry with where we're like riffing, we're making jokes, we're back and forth. Right. And then you put us in the same room and it's like we have nothing to say to each other. Like right. we need that five minute buffer to think of a new thing that this person totally. might find endearing. And I think a, a big part of this is like taking the the meeting out of dating. And, you know, there's something about when a first date's like, hey, want to just get a drink real right nearby? And you're like, wow, this was fun and easy. So yeah. I think the same could be said for FaceTime. Hey, want to jump on the FaceTime real quick? Like, I don't really want to text. Are you down? Yeah. And, and here's the thing. You only do that when the text has gone well. Mm-hmm. You only do the date. Hey, let's get drinks tonight. You want to go get a drink tonight? When you know you'll feel good about it. So it's almost a test for yourself. Because mm-hmm. you go, oh, like it was that easy. If it's not that easy and you have to go, can we do a FaceTime at 7.05 on yeah. Tuesday night? Then it's like, yeah, this ain't going to work ever. I right. actually do believe that. So yeah. if you want the FaceTime, I think make it quick. Make it like, hey, let's just get this done. Like whatever. And don't turn it into this like, I will be FaceTiming you tomorrow, 9 p.m. And we <laughs> shall get ready. It's like. Pop up the phone and let's mm-hmm. fucking go. Like, I do understand the makeup thing and look, looking ready, but like, hey, we're having a nice text. Let's see if the it feels good in yeah. the next. Well, it sounds day. like whoever accepts it is probably going to be this person's type because it, that's right. also what you're looking for. So if people are turning it down, then you're probably just easily moving past the people that you wouldn't have vibed with anyway. So they're more or less saving you even more time. So right. it's like if you ask and I, I agree with the non-formal, just like, hey, let's pop on real quick. I just want to just want right. to say what's up. Prove that I'm a human being. Prove that you're a human being like whatever. But if they're doing this because L.A. has been flaky, I would encourage them to like don't. Here's what I would say about the L.A. flaky. And Mike and I have both dealt with this probably in the same way. Mm. don't change you to be as weird as them. And I know that's like end of the full house episode, but that's something I believe in. Like there's, I call it the LA no. And I've, I've said it on this podcast a few times. The LA no is they will be as positive as possible while telling you no. So they'll always, you'll go, Hey man, I'm going to be in town. I'd love to do your podcast. And they're like, when are you in town? And you're like, I'll be there. The whole year, 2023, and they're like, <laughs> oh, my God, we're booked up. You're not going to believe this. All of 2023 is booked. And you go, well, how about the first month of 2024? I'll be there still. And they'll go, ooh, my grandmother's going to die the first month of 2024. It's a very L.A. attitude. It's very much always positive, never mean, mm-hmm. always going to give you what you want to hear. And what I do is I literally do what I just said. When I talk to someone in LA, they go, I go, I'd love to do your podcast. They go, when? I go, I'll be there the whole month. Just yeah. <laughs> like you make it so easy on them mm-hmm. that they almost have to tell you, go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I corner them into being a New Yorker. Yeah. Yeah. And also, you know it's, what I mean? It, it is an easy way to just stand out as a human being. It's like, listen, everybody, if, if the waves are going one way and then you kind of are doing your own thing, right? again, that's going to catch the eye of whoever you should probably be with. When you're acting honestly and things get weird, that's because they're acting weird. Yeah. And that's the most important thing you can always remember. So, hey. That should be a t-shirt, a, by the way. Right. Yeah. Down for a date next week. And they go, Ooh, next week is rough. And you go, how about the next month? You give me a day. And they go, ooh, well, we'll see. They're never going to make that date. It's never going to happen. Never. 
Yeah, J Train Podcast the, at we'll gmail.com. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're with Mike Cannon at I am Mike Cannon on all platforms. The show is February 25th at Gramercy Theater. Get your tickets. 90 day fiance ish update. Okay, I got ahead of myself. A few months ago, I wrote to you ask for advice regarding my long distance boyfriend and if I should move to Ireland or if he should move here to the United States. You gave such great advice. We're both huge fans of the show. I wanted to give you an update. Okay. Nice. We're engaged. Wow. He's wow. moving here. Wow. Wow. Look at what you've done. Your advice. <laughs> I Don't t- don't email when you get divorced. Um, <laughs> your advice helped us so much in our decisions. We're currently filing for K-1 visa to bring him to the United States. It's some real 90-day fiancé shit. Feel free to crash our wedding, which will be in Ireland if you're down to clown oh, and dude. want a vacation. Well, I'm coming to Dublin. We appreciate your advice and you're great at what you do. You really make a difference. We hope you had a fantastic new year. Well, wow, what a a J Train success story. That's amazing. Have you had have you had weddings before? I've gotten invited to weddings that I've been credited with in some way, but it's not, you know, you know, it's like it's one of those things where like I think most people are like listen together and they go Oh, this is something we share, and that's nice. Yeah, but I—I yeah. I mean, this is sounds more like I really did help. <laughs> I like how you come to terms with the fact that you're important to these people. Holy shit! <laughs> you're like, wow, look at me, look at me. I'm sitting here stuff. taping a podcast while having to take a shit and drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do one more. Is that cool with you? Yeah, yeah, of course. Dude, that's awesome, though. Also, I Very hope cool. it ends up while you're in Ireland and you can go. I want to go so badly. I'll wear the kilt. I'll do the Dude, whole fucking thing. That'd be awesome. Everyone go to Mike Can show February 25th. Okay, I'm the villain in my own story. Jared, <laughs> I'm writing to you as the villain we've made fun of for years. In 2019, I started dating my best friend, but in early 2020, I ended it. Looking back, I truly didn't give us a real chance. Vapidly feeling underwhelmed by the lack of newness dating someone I'd known for years. Two months after we broke up, I started dating one of her best friends with whom I had a surprising connection. After a year of dating and some karmic infidelity, I had to end it. Karmic infidelity? Meaning she cheated on him? I guess that's the only thing I can assume. Yeah, yeah. In, the, in my shame, I knew I betrayed my best friend and I was justly left the fool. I hate how vague this is. I wish you would have just said I got fucking cheated on. But yeah. I guess we can assume he got cheated on. <laughs> now, now three years later, like, I, I mean, justly left the fool. What is <laughs> it's he? an infuriating way to write it. Right. What are you, a poet? <laughs> you got cheated on, dude. I picture so, him wearing a very light scarf and a T-shirt right now. Right. What is he? What, justly left the fool. Me. It sounds like uh, Nunley left the richer. What was that band? Yes. <laughs> S- fuck yes. What was that? Something the richer. Yeah. Six some, pence the richer. The richer. S- yeah. Six pence the richer. What? Something. That's hold something on. I'm googling justly, it. Justly left a fool. <laughs> uh, six pence none the richer. Okay. So I was close. It was a band. <laughs> Hold on, I'm trying to find their music. Yeah. <laughs> they they didn't do Kiss Me, right? That song from She's All That. I think they did. Wow. That what is it? Yeah, rules. Kiss Me. Best known <laughs> nice. for the songs, Kiss Me. There she goes. There, there she, she goes. goes. Yeah, that's oh, a good one. F- fuck this dude. <laughs> He's, this guy's the lead singer. He's right. wildly embarrassed right now. <laughs> now, three years later, I've been getting closer again with the girl I hurt terribly. There's something between us. Truth is, after losing two parents in two in two years, my philo- oh my god, he's got tragic story. I'm sorry for oh saying god. fuck you. <laughs> Truth is, after losing two parents in two years, my philosophy of what's valuable in a relationship is vastly different. And almost every day, I think of how I ruined my chance with the one. Mm. We maintain mutual friends, but I've made it paramount to stand clear and never to influence her emotions. Nevertheless. This guy in the languaging. We are approaching a crossword, uh, crossroad of rekindled feelings. So I must ask, how does the villain address this tension? 
when they have no right to ask for any real estate from the woman they betrayed. Is it too unthinkable for me to say anything at all? So what do you think? I mean, this, <laughs> I mean, is, this written, guy, is this Bill Shakespeare? <laughs> dude, what is this, this guy needs to write an iambic pentameter love letter to this lady <laughs> because it is unbelievable the way he strings together these sentences. Well, but I, I mean, I, I mean, that goes into my answer. Go ahead. Yeah, you could just like I, I think the way he just said it is completely reasonable to t- if it's if it's actually a we, because if the crossroads just means him, then this could just reopen a scab that she has no interest in. And she's actually spent a lot of time getting over and kind of healing from. And that could just completely up, you know, uproot the whole thing. But if it's an actually they feel the thing and they're worried about it, then I think he should be like, hey, my whole perspective has been completely shattered. What? I acted like an asshole. I did this, and I'm now ready to do what is necessary, you know, to be a good boyfriend. Listen, I I totally agree with you, but he needs to stop speaking in poetry. He needs to stop <laughs> making this so romanticized. She is an adult who's going to make decisions that are best for her. Mm-hmm. So you don't have the, I, I mean, a lot of this is filled in ego, which I totally understand. Yeah. But he's too. sitting here being like, how I broke her heart and how well, am I taking advantage and the one I left <laughs> there for none the richer. And it's like, <laughs> dude, okay. First of all, he needs to stop living in this romanticism and go, do I love this person? Do I really care enough to go back down this road. Right. Then you need to apologize and go, hey, I'm a different person. Just the way you just said, I'm a different person. And I, 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 we need, if we're going to go down this road, I need to know that I've been forgiven because like we're going to move forward. Yeah. And I'm going to move forward as your boyfriend. But like, how long are you going to be the villain? How long are you going to live this with, you know, the Scarlet A? Like, you got to give. <laughs> You got to forgive yourself and she's got to forgive you if you're going to move forward. Yeah. And, you know, it, I just hope that this guy has a because it is written very flowery and romanticized and sweetly. But it, it I hope that it's <laughs> it's the same across the table. You know what I mean? Like you well, hope that he's not like, hey, by the way, I've been thinking a lot about that. And she's like, you've been thinking about that. Like we hooked up for a week. Right. Like, who cares? Well, <laughs> I would also say, is he writing this way? Because he hasn't thought through it. Mm. You know, like, I think a lot of times people, like, stick to the cliche and the romanticism because it makes them sound like someone who's been therapized. Yeah, like, that's I, true. I, I, and I, so I don't buy it, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I think this email's bullshit. It's like I poured his heart out with his dead parents, <laughs> and you're like, uh-uh. no, I'm listen. I'm, I'm incredibly sorry about his parents. I'm incredibly sorry about everything. But the way he writes, it doesn't live in reality for me. Sure. You you, you didn't feel it with your, uh, you, you dated a woman that you were friends with, okay? You'd known her for two years, two months after you, uh, I truly didn't give us a real chance, vapidly feeling underwhelmed by the lack of newness. Okay, two thousand. you dated someone for a year and you felt tired of it, okay? Yeah. That's plain and simple. Well, but it also dated, sounded like he was a consistent asshole throughout it if he was vapidly uninterested I, in the normality of it. Right, right, right. So if that was the case, you have something to make up for there. And, mm-hmm. hey, you might get to the same exact spot that you were in, and you have to be able to risk that. When you go back to someone, you are risking becoming the same person you were with them Yep. So and hurting them in the same way. So you have to like kind of look in the mirror to go, hey – Am I willing to take that chance? Do I care about this person enough or do I believe I do so that if that comes up, the chance was worth taking? Mm. And I think when he speaks in this languaging of, you know, flowery, flowery, as you put it, flowery, you, you, it's easy to kind of brush over that of like, oh, now I care because the Mother's Eve is well enough. Like, get out of here, dude. Like, let's be real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, maybe I that that could very well be his entire problem is that the language is a thing that just covers up how he actually feels. And it's the bullshit right cut through and, the bullshit. And it might be that he doesn't know how he's going to feel. So he says these things to win her back and then make decisions yeah. later. And it's like, dude, you need to come to terms with. Do I really care about this person that much that I might hurt them again mm-hmm. because I'm willing to take this chance? 
the stuff that happened with their friend and you getting cheated on isn't really like it really doesn't matter as much as as much as if you really like this person yeah and you want to like give it a shot i i you know and when you bring up the parents and you know that's the other thing like i'm sorry about his parents but like when you bring them up it's almost to give you reason to want to get with someone that you used to be friends with like maybe that's not a good enough reason sure yeah and also that that feeling of what of reprioritizing just know that that like also instinct to attach yourself to a person is a result of the unfortunate abandonment of no longer having parents like that's so all of this stuff be it love be it whatever there's it's it's not all good it's but it's real but it's not all good so that that impulse could could be kind of an unhealthy thing and are they going back to someone who loved them instead of going to a therapy and a professional yeah who can help them work on it and then maybe they'd be ready and maybe this person would be gone like there's yeah. an element of like oh I'm going back to them cuz they might be gone when I'm ready and it's like why don't you get ready first and do these people a favor and go see a professional so that you're ready for whoever maybe it's them or maybe it's just the next person that you're ready for right which kind of actually even swings back to the first one of that the the lady with the guy with the eight months and the ex-girlfriend and the two adopted kids. So like you did the work. You got to wait. They might not be there. It may not be them, but you will be whole at the end of it. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. Mike Cannon, thank you so much for coming on. Dude, thanks for having me. I appreciate it, brother. Always the best. Everyone go to his show February 25th. Yes, sir. At Gramercy Theater, um, MikeCannonComedy.com, at I am Mike Cannon on all platforms. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Monday with your emails, your stories, your questions. We'll be back next episode. Boom!